0: Long live the Queen. The Queen queen is is dead. dead. Long live the Queen. Did I get that the wrong way round? No. If the Queen is dead, long live the Queen. Well, the King is dead, long live the King. That's how it goes. Google it. All right. No, I believe you. The emotional incontinence people are displaying is fucking cringeworthy. Honestly. It's alarming. It's alarming. I mean... Don't get me wrong. I would not have wished harm upon her. She's a ninety. She was, well, sp- technically still. I- she still is a ninety-six year old lady. Only she now happens to be dead. But she was a ninety-six year old lady. So I mean, I, I'm not one to be a monster and wish harm upon ninety-six year old ladies. But all that said, she was a fucking parasite. They're all parasites. Prince Charles, and, and this may not be true, but I've been told Prince Charles has apparently said he wants to do a cheap. Or a cheaper version of the coronation than his mum, who in in today's money would have cost forty six million pounds. He wants a cheaper one because he wants to get this. He wants the public to have good value. How about you pay for it, you fucking self, you inbred jugged twat? I mean, what is wrong with people? At a time we we're going into recession, right? And people are struggling to pay their energy bills. They're queuing up to throw money at this fucking inbred. Father to a paedophile, brother to a paedophile to give him a good coronation. What the fuck is wrong with the world? Honestly, Prince Andrew, the kiddie fiddler and his family. I mean, he sums the entire family up as far as I'm concerned. I fucking hate the lot of them. I wouldn't wish harm upon them because that would be just pointless. But please, let's not pretend they're on our side or they're good for us or in any way, shape or form. Because they're just fucking not. They're horrible people. The relationship with the monarchy is extremely
1: strange and it's not one I can really comprehend at all because it's completely emotional. Uh, and anyone who's on the left and also supports the monarchy, it, that, that I find that very strange. <laughs> um, I find that really, really strange. And it seems to be a lot of people on the left love the monarchy. Uh, but I think you said it in a, one of your LinkedIn posts, now's not a bad time to be a Republic.
0: It's a very good time to be a republic, and some some era. utter ass hat. I disconnect from much because I, I will not, I will not, I don't want to be connected to stupid people. He said, "Well, we tried that once before; it didn't work." And they tried it between the years of what fourteen, no, sixteen forty nine and sixteen sixty yeah. or thereabouts. Sixteen the hundred civil war. So, it, something they tried for a, a, few, a handful of years, hundreds of years ago. I can't do that again. It didn't work. I mean, I live in a republic, the Irish Republic. It works very, very well. It's not perfect. Of course it's not. But we don't have a fucking queen. <laughs> we have an elected head of state. So, there's, so any republic's the same, pretty much. And the, the, idea, the thing about a republic is the, the actions and the power of the government, if it's done properly, is limited by co- the constitution. Well, the, mm-hmm. the UK doesn't have a constitution. As I no. said to, to someone yesterday, we were talking about this by WhatsApp. If the government gets taken to court in the UK and loses, they can then ret- they can then change the law so they can't lose again on the same case. You can't do that in a republic. In a republic, if like George Bush the younger tried to when he passed a law making it a criminal offence to pass yourself off as a veteran. And that was knocked on the head, quite rightly, by the Supreme Court, who said no, because that's a violation of the First Amendment. That's that's the proper function. That's why we have the legislative and the executive branches separate. Well, in the UK, that's not how it is. And moreover, moreover, there is no separation of church and state in the UK, and there fucking well should be. There definitely should be. (laughs) There definitely should be. There's...
1: In, a, in 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 some practical terms, do not listen to any nonsense about not marketing in these times. That's the biggest load of crap I've ever. Oh, heard please! Uh, do not even let that. If you have thought about pausing your marketing because of what's happened, don't stop thinking. Just don't stop thinking and just listen to us. I wouldn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't pretend to know what the Queen thought. But I'm sure she wouldn't have wanted people to do that. I mean, if, if she does that and they don't make any money, he's going to pay a fucking flower bill? Anyway, here's the thing, right? People are posting that on LinkedIn. Now, if you, don't, if you, if you want to stop working today as a mark of respect, fine, I ain't got, got a problem with it. It's entirely your choice. you what you fucking like. But why do, you, why do you need to post about it on LinkedIn? And why do you need to advise others not to? Well, if you're advising others in a, your capacity as a business mentor or advisor, like many of these people are, well, you're working. Yeah. You're promoting your business by telling others mm-hmm. not to promote theirs, because yeah. what you're doing, and if you did, if you say this otherwise, I'm pretty sure you're lying. By putting that message out there, you're 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 cultivating your image,
1: mm.
0: yeah, aren't you? You're putting your yeah, you're putting your thoughts out there. So you're pro- you're promoting your image and your brand by telling others not to do theirs. You fucking sc- Come, you fucking hypocritical piece of shit! That's what you are. All of you who do that, every single fucking one of you. If you fail to
1: see why that's an issue, then you you lack the critical thinking skills to be giving advice you, to be giving advice in the first
0: place. Because uh, <laughs> you're, you're you're just fucking stupid. Honestly, the, the world baffles me. This is why I live on a farm and don't speak to people because it's full of stupid people.
1: Honestly. I do want to talk about some funny advertising I have seen uh, from some large companies. So um, Thomas Cook, the travel company, and whether these are real or not, I do have to say I haven't seen these with my own eyes. It was just a compilation I saw of someone uh, saying sometimes it's best for brands to keep their mouths shut. And uh, (laughs) I'd rather they didn't because some of these are fucking hilarious. So Thomas Cook posted, uh, a picture of the Queen smiling, looking all pretty and dainty, uh, saying "Safe travels, Mum." <laughs> Thomas Cook, a travel company, saying "Safe travels." That is just, uh, and this is funny from the point of view that these try to be incredibly corporate and proper all the fucking time. That's why this is funny. Um, Playmobil Post-it. Do you know what Playmobil is?
0: It's a toy manufacturer, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So they posted a picture of a of, of really poor looking doll of the queen, of their products, <laughs> just wishing their respects. And it just looks fucking ridiculous. This stupid toy queen with the most ridiculous plain smiley face you've ever seen in your life. Um, what else was there? There was the queen made out of Lego and <laughs> sitting down Uh, and what was the other one that was extremely funny? Pop Funks they make her like caricatures of celebrities and sell them as little toy figurines they'd like edited, they they posted a picture of the queen, this caricature looking queen and they edited in like some tears so it looked like the the toy was crying (laughs) and I just thought this was the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen I I
0: despair Honestly, I'm, um, I, I've, I just, I don't, I don't have words for it. I'm just, it's pitiful. It's pitiful. I, I, I can, it is pitiful. I can understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure if Liz was here, she would agree with me. This is a really bad time for the Queen to die. I mean, <laughs> for the Queen, that had never been a good time, I'm sure. <laughs> but, you know, but for the wider context of the country, um this will be a party, a celebration of her life, bit of mourning thrown in, coronation to Charlie. But then it will be over, and the energy mm-hmm. companies will still want paying at the end of the month. Yeah, it's not like the war when people stood shoulder to shoulder and 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 all pulled together as they most of them did. It's not like that. It's, it's not the same thing. It's the death of an old woman, and and I think people are overreacting to it because you know the last for many people the last. Three years have been quite emotionally charged. Two and a half years. COVID, recession, now the energy mm-hmm. crisis. Yeah. Never mind COVID itself, there was the knock on effects of people being isolated for a long period of time. It's fucking ironic how me, Mr. fucking autistic, electrothymic, prone to anxiety person, is probably one of the most stable people around right now. <laughs> and by the way, for listeners, I'm, I was never unstable, but for, for the listeners, the reason one of the reasons I am so fucking on on such an even keel is my study of stoicism and my practice of stoicism. Now this isn't people misunderstand stoicism and say, Oh, it's about suppressing your emotions. Well, it isn't actually, it's not about that at all. It's actually about recognizing and dealing with them. In fact, what most people don't realize is cognitive behavioral therapy, which is clinically proven to be effective in in many people. CBT explicitly has its roots in classical stoicism think on that so what we have is an ancient philosophy which has been tested parts of which have been tested in clinical settings and found to be effective it ain't just made up woo this ain't this ain't some fucking holy book or holy relic that people flock to this is real world effective stuff i am i'm proud to say i am practicing stoic and i'm proud because it's effort I'm proud of something I achieve. I'm not proud to be short, bold, and blue-eyed because no, they're nothing to do with my, being bold as I shave my head. But I'm not proud to be autistic either because that wasn't <laughs> none of my doing. But I am proud of being a Stoic because that's, that's hard work. It's an achievement.
1: Yeah, it is hard work. It's really hard work. And it fucking the, is. The impressive thing uh, about Stoicism is, it, is that it was forged in some of the most brutal times that the world has ever seen. So if, <laughs> if it worked then when the world was far more difficult it's certainly going to work now when we we all have it really fucking cushy. Uh, let's, let's not get melodramatic here. Oh no, your energy bills went up. What does it mean? You can't pay it. Your lights still stay on. You're fucking numpty. Chill out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it, this is true. Here's the thing you say, people were pissing and moaning. I mean, I've, and I've seen this, I'm not going to name names, but I have, and I, I don't comment on it. Um, I have been commenting more on LinkedIn, but that's strategic because we're doing it. Well, I suppose it's tactical, but we're doing it to grow the business. So it's not like I'm just randomly changing my mind about social media. I'm not. And I'm very careful not to get sucked into arguments. So I don't go do any more than two comments deep. So I will post yeah. and they then reply to a comment twice, if, if need be, and then I'll stop, no matter what. Or if I comment on something, I might reply to subsequent comments twice, no more than two deep. Um, the, the thing is, you know, we are we are i've seen people the same people s- posting pictures from foreign holidays with their kids which are not cheap and i'm not i don't begrudge them that at all i'm i'm not saying they shouldn't go on holiday and then complaining about the cost of living there's a word i'd like to remind them of it's it's a very simple word but people don't like to think about it because it, it it means taking responsibility that that's the the ultimate the ultimate implication of using this word in your life is you have to take responsibility. You know what the word is? Priorities. Uh, you know, you want to go on holiday? You, you, this is, it's basically, it's, you've read the newsletter. It's not. It, it has gone out, but it's not been delivered yet because of the postal strikes. But we've got the blame equation. Actions or choices plus actions equals consequences. If you choose to go on holiday and spend that block of money on your holiday, you ain't got that block of money to spend anywhere else. That's a fact. What's more important to you, a fucking holiday, can't buy your kids Christmas presents. But fucking who? There are people in the world who'd be be fucking delighted to have a glass of clean fucking water for Christmas, I'm sure. For once. You know, water that's actually out of a tap and not out of a puddle. We have it easy. We really have it fucking easy.
1: John, why do you think people, when you say things like that to them, along the lines of, you know, well, it could be worse, and you say something like, you could be dying, you, you could not have clean water, you, you could not have some, insert first world luxury, they, they they get annoyed at you for saying it, like it isn't Cause true. Because it's true. They're like, they, they, they just
0: disregard it. <laughs> I think it's, I mean, it is, I mean, it's a well-known psychological kind of, it's, it's a well-known psychological principle or fact that when you're feeling shit, it doesn't matter and it doesn't help to say how oh, other people have got it worse. Not when you're feeling that way. But it does help to consider it. You know, we, we have the Roman thing of, of train hard, fight, easy. And the stoic practice of of, of negative visualization, of, of thinking about bad things before they happen. So when they do happen, you can deal with them. Saying to someone who's feeling like shit, oh, it could be worse, doesn't help. Because it's too late. They're already in this. They're already feeling like shit. You, and you can't, talk, you can't argue someone out of an emotional position with logic. So it doesn't help. But, but thinking about these things, it like now in the cold light of day on a on a chilly September morning. About well, it could be worse. I could I could I could have I could be dying of cancer. I I could be blind. I, I could be living in a part of the world where you know there's a good chance that people are going to knock on my door in the night and shoot me, or I could get taken away and put in a gulag for saying things the government don't like. So the time to be thinking about those things is, is like now. Then you realise how fucking lucky you are. Saying to people on LinkedIn when they're already emotionally overwrought doesn't help. So that's one reason. But one reason a lot of people will get angry about it, even when they're not already upset or angry, when they're just venting, I suppose, is they don't like to be reminded of the truth. I've found over the years, and again, this is a fairly well-established psychological principle, so I'm given to understand from from what I have read. I I, I wouldn't say I've I've studied psychology, because I haven't. But I've studied elements of psychology as part of my work, obviously. And one thing I do know is very often... When people get angry about, or offended about something you've said like that, very often it's because you are forcing them to challenge a very deeply held belief they have and it's shaken their belief. So a lot of religious people, for instance, when you criticise their religion, some get very angry. And I think it's because you shake their belief. Their, their belief isn't as strong as it, as it should be. My view is anyone who's genuinely devout in their religion, nothing you say, no blasphemy, can upset them because they will be solid in their belief, And this is true from a lot of people, I, uh, religious people I've met. Nothing I've said to them is, is I mean, I don't go out my way to insult religious people, but I don't, I don't hold my words either. I mean, I think religion is a fucking pox on humanity. All, all religions are a pox on humanity. And the sooner we consign them to the dustbin of history, the better. Uh, all religions, without exception. And before anyone says anything, Stoicism is a philosophy, not a religion. And Buddhism is not a religion either because it doesn't have an explicit deity. So there you go. I don't understand why religion is what's called a protected characteristic that you can't discriminate against, like race or colour or sexual orientation. Why? I have a strange belief how the world was made, therefore you can't challenge it. How fucking ridiculous is that? Honestly. Why should it be a protected characteristic? So anyway, I find this whole thing about the Queen to be fucking nauseating. I mean, you've seen, maybe you've not, but the memes that are going backwards and forwards and under the radar are fucking hilarious, some of them. Because a lot of these, and funnily enough, a lot of these are from women as well. It's not just fucking lads talk. This is from wi- my women clients. This is how fucking well my filtering process works. And there's one. It's fucking brilliant. It's Hang on, I'll find it and read it to you. It's, I'm not going to say sentence because I don't want to embarrass them personally. But there's a picture. I'll describe it to you. There's a picture of three rainbows there, Connor. Yeah. You can't see it, but there's three rainbows. It, it's like... Her Majesty the Queen sent us three rainbows at the exact time she crossed that bridge. One at Balmoral, one at Windsor Castle, and a double rainbow over Buckingham Palace. She's letting us know she made it and all will be well. The rainbow bridge. Yeah, the rainbow bridge is... <laughs> People believe that shit. I mean, no, the Queen is now actually starting to decompose. She's dead. Yeah.
1: Shoot me <laughs> What I wanted to say before My internet fucking shit the bed twice Is um, I've been trying to I haven't, I haven't been pushing it on her But I've been referring it To her because I want her to choose to be Interested in it and she now is Rather than forcing it upon her uh, That's stoicism and I'm talking about My girlfriend not my partner Because I'll get in trouble if I say that in. And um, she, it's a new term at school, so a whole new class. And she has, she's seen as the nurturing one in her year six team. Um, So they give her the more challenging children. Uh, She gets the ones with disabilities, uh, quite strong disabilities and the rowdy, rude ones. And there's one child that she was particularly, not looking well she was particularly apprehensive of I wouldn't say not looking forward because he is known and she was briefed that all he does is call his teachers fucking bitches constantly so every time like can I go to the toilet just wait a second or yes you can it'll go thanks you fucking bitch or fuck off you fucking bitch so, the whole day, I wasn't allowed to refer to Tamsin as anything other than your fucking bitch, just to, to get her ready for it. <laughs> but why is he allowed to do this? Because he, John, I have asked this question, and the answers are not fun.
0: Um, and has he got a genuine disability? No,
1: he, he's, he's just, he comes from a troubled background. And rather than being, she's been given explicit instructions to be softer with him. Because if Tamsin had it her way, every time he did that, he would get in massive trouble.
0: He should do it. Even if he doesn't get into trouble, he should have, they should be doing something about it, not just letting him get away with it. I do know that sometimes in schools, if you fight back against a bully, you get in more trouble. The rationale being, well, if we punish the bully, he won't take any notice. Mm.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: He's really going to take notice of you not punishing him, isn't he? Do
1: you know what's interesting as well, John? So um, on that point, being firm with poor behaviour, um, they all see Tamsin as the nurturing one because she has taken really difficult children and has actually got them to passing grade. And they think she does that by being soft-spoken, lovely and uh, typical feminine traits. And she's all of those things, but the reason she got them to where they need to be is by being hard when the times required it, hard with the parents, hard with the kids. And they will go to her and say, oh, you're so nice to everyone. They just listen to you. And she has to say, well, no, I have a, they call it the teacher voice. She says, no, I've got a very strong teacher voice and a very strong disciplinary record when things go, go, and they'll go, yeah, we're sure you do. And she legitimately gets looked down upon by other men in the workplace just because she's female. Yeah, <clears throat> and the other men are all just they—they they try to become friends with them, which is like the worst thing you can do
0: to a student. I, I absolutely agree. When I was, uh, um, yes. bearing in mind we weren't kids at the time, we were—we were, we were at legally adults. We were eighteen. Uh, we were apprentices. Um, well, I think some of the guys were sixteen. I was thinking that I was seventeen. And he was a lecturer at the local college, and we were sent there on block release as apprentices. Yeah, So I was, I was coming up for 18. His name was Ron Blanchard. He's almost certainly dead by now, because he was an old bloke then, and that's 40-odd years ago. He over mm-hmm. whatever, 100 now. Like. And he was terrifying. He was an ex-Navy bloke. He was only a little bloke. He was about my height, perhaps a little bit taller. No, he was about my height. And he was terrifying. And you did not fuck about with Ron Blanchard. But the thing is, after the first block... When he scared us to death, he was fine. Mm. He was a really decent bloke. He really was decent. Yeah. But he spent the first the first block of six weeks putting the fear of God into you all. Because he had you know, to, I suppose. Just to establish his authority. And, and he was damn right. At the time, you thought, what a wanker. But actually, he was absolutely fucking right to do it. And the thing is, after that first block, with okay, there was only 12 of us, but everyone had nothing but respect for him. Mm. You know? We knew what we could get away with and he, he softened a little bit and he, he had told a few jokes and he was a little bit more lenient mm. and we used to prod him at times for a bit of laugh, hmm. a bit of fun, but that's because he allowed it. But first, right from the beginning, fuck off, man. You didn't do that. Yeah, You did not piss off on Blanchard. Mm. Brilliant. Nice bright I liked him a lot.
1: The reason we share these stories is because you've got to be doing the same things with your marketing and with your clients.
0: Oh, yeah. Clients are like children and dogs. They need someone to lead them. Mm. Otherwise they'll lead themselves. And in your in your domain, they're not qualified to lead themselves. In their domain, yes, but not in yours. That's why they, they, they come to you to hire you. Mm. You know? People come to me for marketing advice because they don't know how to do it themselves. With rare exceptions. Some people well, hey, some people come to me for, for, for copywriting, say, high end guys, they know marketing, but they can't write their own copy. Yeah. Well they still take my advice when it comes to writing the copy. Very few people, I mean, I can think of a, a handful of people would ever come to me as an equal as an equal an footing in my area and say, John, can you help shoulder the load? Someone like Dan Kennedy or Russell Brunson probably, you know. I'm not saying they have done or they will, but that's the kind of person who, who I would be talking about here. But most people, even people who are doing, you know, six, seven, eight figures will come to me for specific advice in areas they don't understand. Because that's why they do it. Otherwise, they do it themselves. You know, they're not qualified, no matter how talented or, or intelligent or skilled or successful they are. They are not qualified to lead themselves through my territory. That's why I've got a business and a job. It's fucking simple. You know, like Dev. Dev's a fucking cancer surgeon. Dev comes to me for marketing advice. I go to him for cancer advice. Yeah. You know,
1: it's, We've had, a, a, from my own brother even, uh, mentions that we ramble and we go down rabbit holes and we do, but nothing we say is, uh, is completely empty. So when we tell stories about fucking, not literally fucking children, but about children, uh, there's a reason for it. Everything we talk about, whether it's being ambivalent towards the queen dying, it all has uh, a business benefit and it's something that you should, uh, sometimes try and look a a layer or two deeper than just hearing the word superficially. Because I'm tired of people telling us we need more structure. Because quite frankly, they can suck a dick.
0: Oh yeah, if they don't like it, then no one fucking makes them listen to it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Here's the thing. If you're of the opinion, oh guys, you need more structure in your podcast, bear in mind one thing. You're listening to our podcast. I ain't fucking listening to yours.
1: (laughs) This is not a democracy. And on that night, I think it's a good place to wrap up, mate. All right, fella. All right then. Uh, go buy the book, WellFedFreelancer Freelancer.com. Uh, if John's pulled his finger out his ass, we will had have, have a, a new book, well Fed Business, coming out soon. Uh, both of which. Yeah, yeah. Get you. Bit, I didn't get as much done yesterday as I wanted to, but. But I, both.
0: Hey, the Queen died, and I was upset. Well, shut up,
1: John. Let me do the fucking plug so wellfedfreelancer.com go get the book it includes the most unbelievable free gift ever which is probably what 10 plus hours of free training we don't like to do the the, the russell brunson model which is a claim it's worth 50 grand but uh there's some 60. 60 grand but there's some material in there that is definitely worth several thousand that's the that's all i'll say on the matter uh, and you also get access to the membership site which we're a. Uh, Still slowly figuring out ourselves, but hey, anybody who asks questions on there, they get fucking answers. Uh, The early adopters, they get special treatment. So that's wealthheadfreelancer.com. This will be out on the Monday. For us, we're recording this on the Friday. So I hope you had a good weekend and uh, speak soon.
0: Bye, darlings.